And we've got Myung Lee uh, from Volunteers of America, Greater New York, back on the line. Myung, welcome back to WBAI. Hi, it worked. Uh, thank you. It's wonderful to meet you. Thank you for your patience with us here. Reggie's terrific. He, he resolved the issue. So... Uh, getting to the topic, why I wanted to have you on, and you ju- and congratulations, you just started in the last week or so uh, with Volunteers yep. of America. How do you see your role at this time and the role of the organization at this time in our history? Yeah, well, you know, it's a really challenging time to be starting a new job, never mind at a social service organization. Um, so throughout the almost 125-year year history of Volunteers of America Greater New York, we've been serving the most vulnerable, the underserved, and the least protected members of our community. So whether we're serving, you know, every day we're serving over 3,000 people that are housed with us every night. Every year we're serving about 30,000 men, women, and children. Um, and that's, that doesn't change just because there's a leadership change. So our role today, uh, given everything that we're going through, it's, our services are needed more than ever. And we are more, the, what we do for our clients is more important than ever. We have over a thousand essential frontline workers, um, and they're working with our homeless shelters, working with the domestic violence survivors, military veterans, uh, people who are living with behavioral health issues, and ho- homeless o- older adults. And they can't do it alone, and government can't do it alone. So we're the safety net that makes sure that nobody falls through the cracks. And despite the challenges that are presented by the pandemic, including the significant financial strains that we're facing on the organization, my role is to ensure that we continue to do the important work that we need to do to help our neighbors and to ensure that we can continue to raise private dollars and everything else that we need to do to innovate and continue to grow so that we can serve our clients. And when I've had previous guests on, they've talked with me about how their own agencies and organizations have been impacted, you know, particularly when I had someone on from the MTA and she talked about the ranks of uh, uh, members who had tested positive. But from what I understand, uh, Volunteers of America, Greater New York has had a relatively low number of positive COVID cases among your staff and clients. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah, considering the vulnerable populations that we serve, you would have expected much higher rates of COVID infections. Uh, And frankly, I can't take any credit for this work. I just got here about two weeks ago. (laughs) But the leadership before me, uh, Terry Pettit, who was our president and CEO, and all of the other members of our team, they really deserve every credit for doing the incredible work. As soon as Volunteers of America Greater New York realized that New York was on the verge of an unprecedented health crisis, our emergency preparedness team jumped into action and implemented the crisis protocols that we've had in place. And this plan was developed and refined over a number of past crises that we've dealt with, including the blackout in 2003, 9-11, Sandy, all of that. And this plan was put into place very quickly so that our services continued. It was never disrupted. And we have constant cleaning, disinfecting our maintenance staff, talk about essential. Uh, and this became the immediate norm. And social distancing is in place. And throughout it all, we're making sure that everyone has food and other necessities that they need to stay safe and healthy indoors. And one of your core programs, you provide supportive housing for veterans in New York. How have those needs changed during this time? Yeah, you know, I think what happens in times like this is that, you know, like many of our clients, the problems with our veterans, what they're living with is substance abuse and mental health issues, and all of those issues exaggerated during this crime of crisis. 
And so what most people don't realize is that when you have these things happen, they're going through a um, crisis of their morality. And so we've done some work in the past called resilient strength training. Um, and it was around the concept that Volunteers of America, Dr. Brock, who is a national expert in the national office, has been working really hard to implement across the country called moral injury. And moral injury is a phenomenon that occurs when someone has witnessed or done something or not done something that goes against their moral conscience. And it's something that um, it can be done to them or it can be done um, that you can do it. And so things like that are really uh, debilitating. And so what we're doing is working with our clients to be aware of these issues, to raise awareness of these things that can be happening and thinking about things like can we can we take this moral injury work that we've done with our veterans and can we then make that into something that we can transfer to different clientele like our healthcare workers? Um, you know, are, are they suffering from moral injury? We think so. And is there something that we can do to be supporting them in this time as well? So, you know, we're dealing with a pandemic and in, you know, the recent days we've been dealing with this uprising across our city and our country, the demonstrations and protests. Mm -hmm. How do you make sense of this? I don't think you can make sense of it. Um, you know, the senseless killings of George Floyd in Minneapolis, Breonna Taylor in Louisville, Ahmaud Arbery in Georgia, and even the threats made against Chris Cooper in New York City and so many other instances of racism and hate remind us that that the world is still full of injustice and fear of the other. And this is, um, it's not new, but it's being brought to the front. And the thing that makes me feel better about where I am in my work is that diversity is one of those, uh, it's a formal shared value as Volunteers of America Greater New York. Um, you know, we're richer and stronger because of our differences and our work every day with our clients and the staff in the front lines is a testament to our shared values. Our clients are largely black and brown. Our employee base, it reflects the community with which that with which we work. And we need to um, we need to just take care of folks. We need them to know that we see them. We get it. We care. We have work to do as an organization, but we are um, committed to working together with our with our frontline staff and with our board and with everyone else to make sure that we can take this opportunity and do something good with it and to really um, change the world for the better. Um, and so that's uh, what how, that's the only way we can try to address it, not make sense of it. And I've got just about a minute left, but you know, I've often talked about how this, the effects of the pandemic in particular are going to to just resonate or, or, or ripple over the over years, um, and many of the nonprofits I normally work with during my workday, uh, they're changing. They're looking long term at how they're going to uh, survive. What do you think the future is going to hold for uh, Volunteers of America Greater New York? You know, it's going to be different. I, I think everybody's going to be different. The normal is going to be different, and there's no business as usual. Um, and so we have to address the divides in our community better. We have um, vulnerabilities that we have to deal, deal with in a different way. And we have to redouble our efforts to make the places that we live better and to ensure that the most vulnerable and the most vis invisible, that their voices are being heard and that we are continuing to do the work that we do every day to give hope and to give power to the people that we serve so that they can rise and overcome the challenges that they're facing. In, in terms of our priorities of what we do, we'll continue to fulfill the missions and take care of the most vulnerable among us. 
but we'll have to be thinking about how do we do what we do differently um, and focus, continue to build on areas like affordable housing so that we can help um, in, in bigger ways in that area. Um, so we have a lot of work to do and a lot, of, lot less resources probably to do that with. Uh, and that's why I'm hoping your listeners will help us out if they're so inclined and able to do so by going to voa-gny.org uh, and donating. And thank you for doing that, because I was going to ask you where people should go if they want to get involved. So thank you. Young Lee, thanks so much for your patience with us tonight and for appearing here on WBAI. Thank you so much.